1: hi welcome to on the turnbuckle i'm hawko apparently welchie and tony aren't here so it's just me lyle and australia's best average photographer was it best average what's the intro on you back on the back of your shirt most Melbourne, Mel- Mel- melbourne's okayest photographer melbourne's okayest okay photographer. but now
2: i'm changing it to melbourne's most replicated photographer because a lot of people steal my stuff
0: oh it's Melbourne. digital beard yeah hello <laughs> Uh, it's professional wrestling, so everything is borrowed or stolen, isn't it? That's more fine.
2: or less. Yeah, yeah seven years. That's the Cornet <laughs> principle.
3: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so this is uh, something different. It's not your uh, regular on-the-turnbuckle programming. Um, if this goes well, we should do this a couple of times a year. And if it's a train wreck, we'll probably do it more times <laughs> a year than that. Uh, hopefully, uh, everyone that listens enjoys... Three blokes shooting the shit about uh, Japanese wrestling over the last seven days. Um, You're going to enjoy
1: me shouting at them for the next 45 minutes <laughs> about yes. why they are wrong on every every measure.
0: <laughs> yep. Wrestling fans need to be told they're wrong. I hope you often.
1: like nokeyism, you fucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, I've got a, I've got a disclaimer before we get into it. Um, this is from Welshi and Tony. Uh, the views and opinions expressed in today's podcast are those of Lyle, Owen, and Hawko. They do not reflect the On The Turnbuckle brand. So anything you said here cannot... Welshy and Tony and the brand as a whole is not liable. Um, our opinions and statements are our own.
1: They really think I'm going to say something that inflammatory? I'm a little bit offended.
0: Uh, I was offended when, it, when they messaged me this thinking... Don't they realise we have Tony on this podcast every week? And you know he's a one edit away from uh, being getting himself cancelled, let alone the, us.
2: The only I feel like the only aggressive part of this podcast may be when we get to talk about the semi-main event of Night Two of Wrestle Kingdom between Hawkins and myself. Ooh. Like <laughs> the death glare I just got to the computer screen, <laughs> listeners. Quite terrifying. I,
1: I have notes. I have like pages (laughs) of
0: notes. Yeah, well, um, I think we've all got notes, but I've seen Porco showed me a little video of his notes and um, he's more than well-prepared arguments and counter-arguments, I'm assuming, are are ready at the ready.
1: No, it's the ramblings of a drunken madman. The thing is, (laughs) most of the shows this over the past week are at that really good sweet spot between like five and eight where it's, you know... I've had a couple of adult beverages, but it's not enough for me to sit there and just, you know, drunkenly write. Hey, how goods a Nikeism, so I can do that while sober. Um, but yes, lowers
0: the inhibitions to tell you real truths. Mm-hmm. I don't need I don't need booze to tell me that. Um,
1: <laughs> anyway, no, but yes, we are talking about the Wrestle Kingdom week, the New Year's period in Japan, which is a big deal. Um, I mean, it's still going seeing as Noah just held their 14th <laughs> show
2: in six days, I felt like it, last night.
1: I think it was their seventh. Yeah. Counting. Very um, impressive. But it's, yeah, it's it's. I think once Wrestle King once New Japan started getting that more Western viewpoint, a lot of, of the smaller promotions started realizing that there were a lot of people coming over for Wrestle Kingdom and were capitalizing on that. Um, you know, speaking from personal experience a couple of years, well before the world ended went to landed in japan christmas day started off with blood christmas the june kasai produce and just ran you know i think it was something like 19 shows in 2 weeks and they all the time kokon halls booked out pretty much all the time um, and they do
2: after they do like matinee and like night mm. shows too like we like you like when because I, I went to Japan with Sean and Joel and Mikey J in 2018. Mm. Um, and you know, like you, you check the schedule, it's like oh there's a there's a there's a 10 a.m. show, the two p.m. show, and then there's the big show at seven o'clock, and it's just how it runs for you know eight to like the first ten days of January, and then it just kind of trickles off until about the fourteenth.
0: Yeah, it's like, like a WrestleMania weekend, it's stretched over a two-week period. You know. yeah and, and, and it's smart. It's, it's smart as well
1: it a lot of i think it's it's smart what they do with Coracoon as well hmm. because there's you know you're gonna have a lot of people that know where the dome is and talking of course western audiences like they'll know where the dome is because it's the dome Coracoon's right next door like as we saw on night two it's literally just walk down the street from Cocoa and into the dome. Go past but, the
2: Lawsons and the bookshop, and then you're there.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> know, TGIs, and then all of a sudden you're there. Yeah. But, you know, having that, you know, multi stage, you know, 10 a.m., you might get an ice ribbon show, then you'll get a DDT, and then a NOAA. And then if you're feeling really jaunty, you might head over to Shinjuku Face and see a triple six promotion um, show as well. Like there's there's so much to consume mm. from being outside of Japan though. You know, it's, it's very difficult because a lot of these shows get taped for um, Samurai TV and Dara Sports, but that's a two week wait. So like Blood Christmas just came out. Um, yeah. You know, the only thing I think I watched live... Not from NOAA or New Japan or DDT was the um, Samurai TV Trios tournament. You know, at the beginning, usually that starts at eight, goes until one in the morning, and there'll be a countdown halfway through a match to ring in the new year. Um, Of course, COVID's completely fucked that up for everybody, but it's, you know, that's the only thing that that was going to be shown live on Japanese TV, you know, streaming services, Wrestle Universe. New Japan World had stuff, but you know a lot of a lot of the good stuff that a lot of people want to see, we've got to wait for. Unfortunately,
2: hmm. I mean the cool thing is about the whole week as well, which which we actually experienced when we were there, was we were just pottering around one of the many wrestling stores in that kind of you know five hundred meter radius of the dome, and we bumped into these American guys. I don't know, we, we were at Ribera, weren't we?
3: Ribera, oh,
2: and these guys, are oh, like, oh, are you guys going for the Wrestle One show like in two or three days' time? We're like, no, we haven't really heard about it. They're like, oh, the main event is a six man, but it features K G Mudo, Ultimo Dragon, Dick To Go, and um, Great Sasuke. And we're like, well, we're there. We went and bought tickets the next day for it. So and that's like a cool thing as well, because like it's a good, it's an amazing word of mouth thing as well. And if you have friends like we do in japan they'll tell you about the good the good shows as well and if you can get to them you can get to them and that's the best thing about it like we went to a ton of shows that we didn't expect to even go to
0: yeah well i did the same I think it was 2019 i can't remember all the all the years run together now that uh, like you said hawker the world ended um <laughs> and yeah i picked up 14 or 15 shows in the 10 days that I was there and it was just doubling up on each other. I was on my own, like my family stayed home. Um, so it was, it was awesome. I could just get as much wrestling in as I wanted. You know, Some of these stuff, like I'm a, you know, more recent uh, Japanese wrestling fan. I think I come along with, you know, AJ Styles uh, along there. So, um, and then obviously when Chris Jericho brought it to the mainstream, if you want to say um, for a lot of Western audiences um yeah so it's just so accessible I remember on the first day I only I rocked up in Japan with my Wrestle Kingdom ticket and no other tickets and you know as my friends will know I'm pretty anxious guy so first day I went straight to the Corican Hall office and I bought all my tickets for the two weeks that I was there because I thought you know I just panicked you know um uh, which i really didn't need to carry that much money on me um could have just slowly picked the tickets up as i went some of these shows ice ribbon and wave and and things like that you know um but yeah just in that in that uh tokyo um, city yeah it's just awesome you know wrestling fans everywhere tgi fridays you know just catching up with people yeah you know, that people massive that
2: theme park with the super dolphin roller coaster
0: yeah. So like me, selfishly, everything that I thought my family would love, I was recording and sending back like, Hey, it's not just wrestling. I'm witnessing here. <laughs> um, we, you know, and we did have a trip planned until, you know, COVID hit. And now we've tentatively booked for the next Wrestle Kingdom. And so I'll get my 10 days of wrestling out. Then my family will fly over, you know, maybe the eighth or ninth, depending on how far, new japan and noah stretch these shows um yeah. yeah so that that's mine what's your your guys introduction into japanese wrestling is it early 90s or japan like
2: I'll let, um, I'll let sean sean will talk for longer so i'll let him go first
1: so when i was a young boy my father took me to the city uh, not to see a marching band but um He didn't actually take me anywhere. He was busy working. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) I spent a lot of time on the internet as a younger man, surprising, uh, and fell into torrenting because torrenting was easier than tape trading because I don't like people. So, yes, (laughs) filthy, filthy pirate. And then all of a sudden there was a thing, and this is, you know, the early, early days of, you know, internet video. You know, we had a, we had a broadband line because dad needed it for work and I just used it for downloading stuff. And one of the one of the packs was like Wrestling Observer's top 20 matches of all time. You know what number one is? 6 9 94. The Masawa Kawada match, which is the greatest match in the history of all time and anyone that says otherwise is a communist. <laughs> but I watched that and went, this is fucking sick. At the same time, I was also you know, spending half my paycheck getting ring of honor DVDs. And Ring of Honor was starting to bring in a couple of outside influences. Joe versus Kabashi was coming up. It hadn't happened yet, but there was a you
2: still a- have the ring of the massive Ring of Honor DVD collection.
1: Uh no, I got rid of that when I moved house like seven or eight years ago because yeah I'm regretting it now because it's not available for streaming anyway. And DVDs
0: are making a comeback in the collecting
1: yeah, yeah, I know. I well, played. Like- I played myself. Like I had, I had Shikara. I had oh, um, Ring of Honor. I had CZW. Like all of these, you know, yeah, that I kind remember. of mid two thousands golden age of um, Northeast American wrestling. And yeah, they started mentioning, you know, uh, Shikara talked about Michinoku Pro a lot. Started finding that sort of stuff and just devouring as much as I could to the point that you know. Most nights I'd watch a show before going to bed, and then, you know, fast forward nearly twenty years later, and I'm still kind of doing the same thing. <laughs> except now I'm trying to introduce my son to, you know, Kings Road and why it's the best.
2: Your son is who was only a couple months old.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> teach him three, young. He was three days old, and I showed him Pride. So let's go. Right, that's it. Nice.
2: Um, for me, it was. I mean, I was, it's actually funny. I was actually talking to, to uh, Edward Dusk about this yesterday, um, which is kind of funny. Um, so I was, you know, always, you know, kind of into wrestling anyway. And then I got, I really got back into it um, Into in like 20, I would have been like year 11. So i had been like 2012 ish. Um, And then Wait, I just, hang
0: on year 11, 2012.
2: Yeah. I'm only 26. Cause you guys are really 11. old.
0: Yeah, I I still can't grow a beard. So that's <laughs> Um I'm me feeling old.
3: No, <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, so that's when I just kind of dove head first into it and then um, found a bunch of, you know, just old, like, you know, old, you know, oh, WF ECW shows. Found the Heatwave show that was um, RVD and Sabu versus Hayabusa and um, Gen hey, Z and I now have a Hayabusa tattoo. So, I mean, that's kind of how it all goes from there. Um, so that was when I, that was like, I guess my first real introduction to J- the Japanese wrestling was like that match. And then I just kind of, do you know, find out who they were, dive straight into that. Um, and then, so I would have been year 12 in 2013. And that's when the final burning was. Um, and I remember it, you know, pop, like, you know, finding it a couple months after it happened which is really, really cool. So, you know, Kenta Kabashi's um, retirement match, which was, I actually watched on the train home um, from work to this afternoon as for a bit of preparation for this, <laughs> um, which is really cool. Um, and then, ah, uh, yes. Very nice, Sean.
1: In that final burning.
2: Yeah, that final burning. Where'd you get that from?
1: Uh, so for those listening, because so this is an audio podcast, uh, it is a final bu- burning in Budokan, Eleventh of the fifth, twenty thirteen. cow that was given to me by the best person in Australian wrestling, Joel Bateman, after he came back from a trip. It's the same trip that he proposed to his now lovely wife. Um, there you go. But yes, fuck yeah! Final Burning, love that. And
2: show. Um, yeah, so I, I, I reckon I probably watched that in like, like September that year. So around the time I turned eighteen, and then you know kept diving into it, really fell in love with Hayabusa, and then. 2014 was when he walked so i remember that happening again and that's just kind of like and then pretty much from 2014 onwards when i dove head first 2015 i shot my first show for mcw and that's when i met sean joel and mikey and they just kind of literally just sent me on the path to finding more and more and yeah as I said you know 2018 we uh went over to japan and did all the fun stuff and obviously since then I've worked with a bunch of promotions, which is cool. But yeah, so it all started from ECW funnily enough and finding Hayabusa who again is my favorite wrestler who a lot of people probably know. So.
0: Yeah. Well, that's it. Everyone has their own introduction stories of getting into Japanese wrestling. You know, know, I remember the tyrant days and stuff like Hawkeye was saying. Um, you know, felt a little bit guilty at the time, but being in Australia and postage and how hard it was, I remember tape trading a little bit. I think it was the late '90s. I think it was Big Brown Bear was a guy that did some of it. Um, if that name, I had a couple of shows here and there. But yeah, I'm, I'm a I've always been a Meltzer Mark since the late '90s, and him always talking about Japan always it was on the periphery for me, but. Hard access, you know, um, the language barrier for me was always tough. And then, you know, once New Japan World and everything come on, the easy accessibility of wrestling how it is now compared to what we had to do back in the day, especially being in Australia and, you know, going to your local Blockbuster on a Friday night and picking up Summer Slam, you know, from six months ago and watching that tape all weekend and annoying your family. So now we can just watch whenever we like. Yeah.
1: Like I I remember, God, I would have been oh, like young, like maybe 11 or 12. So it was in the 90s. Shut up, Owen. <laughs> <laughs> and they, the library had VHS tapes. And I had this one tape. It was called Japanese Deathmatch. And it was it was just random IWA matches. But they had it dubbed with an with an American with American commentary, who obviously knew fucking nothing about what was oh, going on. Man. So they've changed the names on everybody, and it it was like the old JCW stuff, you know, when um, Shaggy Two Dope and Violent J used to re-commentate over um, wing matches. But it was like that, but it was just it was garbage. And I'm sitting back there now thinking. That tape would be worth a bit of money, but it also yeah. <laughs> it'd, it'd be cursed like the ring tape. Like you'd see it and you'd instantly melt. But yeah. Well,
2: I remember there was a um I remember I was stumbling across a really awesome uh Ganesque versus Hayabusa match on YouTube a couple of years back, and I had really shit American commentary dubbed over the top of it and I had to watch I had to start watching that match on mute because it sucked so bad and it sucked the entire life out of that match and that match is really awesome I think that's the match when Hayabusa wins the like the two titles for memory so it made it even worse <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, oh that was that was good that's um I like hearing different stories how people got into wrestling and you know the niche of a niche yeah. uh, of some wrestling as well
1: I I'll Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll add, add that in. The day I got my driver's license, I drove from the far west to the old Go Figure store, which I think was like in Oakley, you know, the other side of the city, yeah, plus yeah, 20. Yeah. And because they had the show after Joe versus Kabashi, And, you know, it's not a... I, it's not a good show. Like it was the lead into the homicide cabana uh, blow off match. Yeah. It's, it's just a random spot show. And, you know, doing that, they, there's all these things that these kids these days, they just, they don't know the struggles. It's so much easier. <laughs> and the world's smaller. Like you can fly to Japan for change from $1,500 more. If you fly gel, fly gel, it's fantastic. It right. um, but yeah, like there, there's, there's so much access now and you know, part of me wants to be the old gatekeeper and go, fuck you, man. You weren't there. You don't know what it was like, but also no, 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 This is better. Watch this. It, it will do things to your brain. It's
2: even weird for me. I say, you know, I am only 26, but even like for me growing up, like finding wrestling was again, quite difficult. Like even when I was watching WWF in the early th- like, you know, late nineties, early thousands, it was still quite difficult to get those, to get, um, yeah, to get stuff like that. And then even like, you know, yeah, when I was in like year 11 and 12, 2012 and 13, the internet, you know, was kind of kicking off, but it really was still, you know, torrent sites were still kind of garbage. They weren't. Yeah.
1: The ones I 20, would using 2011 were. was a golden age.
2: <laughs> Extreme
0: wrestling torrents?
1: Yeah. TWT? 17-year-old yeah.
2: Owen didn't really, he just found whatever he could find. He wasn't yeah. really dipping. Don't so, pirate.
1: Make sure you buy your shows from their legitimate sources. But see, and, and, and if you want to watch any Australian stuff, check what's the Oz Wrestling Network. What is it? AWN.com? Right. I don't WN. know their fucking email yes, address. Yes, AWN. Uh, the
0: owner doesn't, the doesn't pay me anymore. Dot- <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think he's sponsoring this show because just um, you know, he can't trust us Apparently,
1: Apparently, there's a couple of freedoms um, and Big Japan things on that as well. There is. Yeah. A- apparently. As much as when it when he said that they got added, I was like, "So we're gonna start doing more death matches," and I got told I was a
0: fucking idiot. Anyway,
2: anyway, <laughs> let's get onto the let's get onto the shows, shall we? Because there's
0: three, yeah. there's four of them to get through. Yeah. New, so the Noah New Year's show, um,
1: best show of the week. I yeah. will fight anybody that there. So, Did you watch it, Lyle?
0: I've watched the top three matches. Yeah. And I've I've been told uh, I. I did well to watch those. Um, some of the undercard stuff wasn't that great. And yeah, you know, being time poor and knowing how many shows I had to watch and feeling guilty knowing how many shows you guys watch now. Um, yeah, maybe I should allocate some more time.
1: Uh, you just have it on in the background or do what I do. Just kind of carve out
0: six hours. Don't sleep. It's <laughs> the or, best.
2: Or, or do what Sean and I do and send photos of each other of how many screens we got wrestling on.
0: Oh yeah, no. Gosh. Um, Hawke did send me a photo that he was uh, watching three shows at once. He was he, w- he was three
2: screening, and I was dual screening at one stage. That, that,
1: that was that-, that was the fourth, but we'll yeah, get yeah. to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the the Noah show was such an easy watch. I think that's the big thing f- from it. You know, there was a little a couple of things which you know filled my heart, like Ultimo Dragon coming out, and them not muting Separados, which was you know a lot of places mute. Ultimo Dragons music because they don't have the rights to it. Yeah. Now that Noah's owned by Cyberfight, I don't think they give a fuck. So they'll no. just play anything, which was, you know, a really, really, really fun time. Um the Segura gun, you know, I am the biggest Fujita Mark. Um, he's the king of Enokiism And then, you know, on the other side being um Hidaka and, and Masakazu Funaki. You know that's Enokiism and pan- and Pancrase coming together. You know the, the nerdy little shoot fighting fan in me just squeals.
2: And then you got just a ran- then you, then you just got Kendo Kishin as well, just chilling as doing
1: awesome. Right. Also the- Gleet. Watch Gleet. People should be watching Gleet. It's great.
2: I mean, people will probably know it more. I mean, we'll talk about it. They know it more from what from who popped up in the uh, Rambo yes. on the on the fifth. Yeah. So on the fourth, sorry, so which is cool. Um, see, I jumped in. I jumped. I I, I remembered it was on. Literally, I, I jumped on the Abema app as the bell rang for Hayata and Ogawa. So I was in from like the fifth match, like with like five mm. matches left. Um, and I think that I, I a lot of people were like you know it was the first of January, but a lot of people were like match of the year already. And oh, it, that match it was,
1: was so good, the, and I think. And I'm going to be moving around because I think comparison is an important thing when talking about this, especially yeah. leading into night three. Most of the Noah juniors look like they're running at, you know, three times the speed compared to a lot of the old um, New Japan juniors.
2: They're running like, on like, the, you know, like on your VCR, like when you do like double tap fast forward. Yeah. They're like, doing it, it, double tap it, fast forward.
1: Yeah. Like, and it it, it was more noticeable in night three, you know, the the speed of their junior division is insane at the moment. And then having someone like Ogawa, who's, you know, older than both Lyle and Io, and, you know, and I made that joke for you, but still. Is it
2: like like 53 or four?
1: Something like that. But he's just, he is, he is still, you know, one of the best, if not the best junior heavyweight in the world at the moment. And it was fantastic. And then, you know, going into those final couple of matches, you know, Kino versus Kaido is always going to be good. Um, I love the, the KO finish felt weird to me at first, but then thinking about it even more, I'm like, no, 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 no I love this. It's I love really, it. Kino's really... just kicking people to death now. This
2: oh, it's best. amazing. It's really funny though, because I I messaged Sean going, isn't it funny how four years ago...
1: and don't use my shoot name.
2: Sorry, Hawkins.
1: <laughs> That's even worse. Now they have both of my names. <laughs> Get identity thefted.
2: So I messaged Hawker, um going, "Isn't it funny how four years ago we saw this match in Kuroko and Hall for the GHC Heavyweight Title?" Um,
1: same finish too.
2: Same finish, and at same the time, finish. Keno was twenty years old.
1: No, Kaito like, Kido was twenty years oh, old. Yes, my bad, yeah, Keno was, was in his thirties.
2: Yeah, Keno, yeah, Kaido was twenty years old. It's like the guy, he's he's. He's on the ascendancy to be like Okada level, I think. He's just that damn good. And he was that good four years ago when I saw him wrestle. And like, you fast forward now and he's just doing, you know, again, go to night three quickly. He is neck and neck and just going toe to toe with Okada. It's just the most incredible thing seeing someone, you know, when people say, oh, wrestlers really mature in like their late 20s, early 30s. This kid is so good, and he's twenty-five.
1: And I think that that's the other thing as well that is kind of reward. It's it's, it's level of rewarding we haven't seen. I'd almost say since the Rainmaker shock in twenty twelve. Yeah. You know, to, to see Okada come in as a goof, and then challenge Tanahashi, and then win, and then mature into, the, you know, that probably the greatest wrestler. Wrestler of our time. Yeah. And seeing that maturity and growth, I don't think we've seen, you know, I think Kato Kidamiya is on a similar path. Yeah. And, you know, I love the fact that it's it's helping also bring a, a level of legitimacy to that 1B belt, the national title, rather than, you know, throwing him back in the um, in the main title hunt because main title hunt is fantastic at the moment i think mm. nakajima is the man and i think the match he had with go was superb you know yeah. I'd, I'd almost wager probably the best match of the week
2: yeah i'm a i'm i mean I'm, I'm i'm a big uncle go mark i think he's just awesome and has i've been a big fan of his for quite a few years now but seeing, seeing like a bit of a resurgence from him is kind of cool too because I felt like a lot of people dropped off from dropped off of him for just a little bit, going, "Oh, you know, he's past it." And then since, kind of since, like for some, I don't know if it it's just coincidental, but so, kind of since CyberFight took over ownership of Noah, Shizaki's just come through and just just launched himself, and obviously having the title as well has helped.
1: He led it through a really really dark time, and I think leading them through. COVID and the no audience shows. I'm going to throw this in now. It's in my notes for later on. But Go versus Fujita has a 30 minute stare down. They stare <laughs> at each other in the ring for 30 minutes. <laughs> and it is legitimately one of the greatest matches I've ever seen.
0: See, I, I, I haven't watched a lot of Noah. Um, so, but I did catch that match just because you know, everyone spoke about it. And knowing what it was before going in, I had it in the back of my mind, like, this is going to be absolute garbage. Like, what is this? It's going to be ironically funny and fun. But the intensity of them literally doing nothing except just circle each other every two, two and a half minutes. I, I, was, I was like, what the hell is going on? I'm checking my phone going, it's been 11 minutes. And like, my palms are sweaty. Like, their yeah. intensity, they... Done literally nothing. I I was blown away. Like, obviously, you're not going to be doing that, you know, every show or every year. But um, something completely different that wrestling fans haven't seen. They did it it at
1: night two of Noah. They started a 10-man tag. Like, it... I don't have the full list of who was on it, but it had um, it had Fujita and Go starting the match and they both just stood there and gone, let's go and just stared at each other until Segura's come in and gone, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. I'll just go hit people now. Like it, Noah's doing so much good stuff over the past 18 months. That yeah. I, it boggles me that not enough people are talking about it.
2: I feel like, like, I feel like, and I don't know, I'm happy to be corrected on this, but I feel like they, over over this, like, no crowds, limited crowd, I think they're the best company in the world in wrestling who have done, who have um, succeeded really well, or at least one of the most successful companies.
1: It's practically obligated to say Deathmatch Down Under. Uh, (laughs) P.S. Deathmatch Down Under coming to Malice in the Palace in Geelong in the end of january and then rich 20 taylor's seconds. last 22nd thank you and rich taylor's last match in february come see it he's up against joe bateman and i'm I contractually now, obligated to say that
2: i guess i'll now be at the uh at the geelong show seeing as the music festival i was working out got canceled i saw the tickets, <laughs> right
1: but yeah like, well, at least that's it, wrestling, yeah I, I think i think that's i think that's a it's actually you know to to, to move aside i think noah noah played it well and they did well It's, uh, you know, DDT played it well as, as well. They moved into the dojo and just started doing some weird dojo matches, you know, with Royce Chambers and amongst others, you know, there was some, there was some good stuff coming from there, but we've been talking about other stuff apart from what was on the plan. And I can see Lyle's looking to freak out. Um, So Wrestle Kingdom. Night one.
0: one. So no, the New Year show. It's a tick for everyone. Oh, if you can watch it. it the best watch show it. Get, the Re-
1: get Wrestle Universe. It's you know legitimately. You're getting five, five ten, companies with it.
2: It's ten bucks a month, and you get five amazing wrestling companies. It's so worth
0: it. It, it is number two for streaming services uh, for myself uh, behind Oz Wrestling uh, Network. Um, I'm contra- contracted to say that as well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, value for money. It's got so much stuff there. Crazy different styles of wrestling as well. Even if you know if you don't like one, you know promotion, you can watch the other. You know silly DDT stuff, which is just and it, easy.
1: There's there's English commentary on Noah's stuff now, and I think that's a really really good thing. Oh, and they're people. two probably two of the best. Like Stuart Fulton's the best is the best commentator going around at the moment. So good, he is fantastic. But yes, watch. Yeah, get get Wrestle Universe. You're welcome.
0: So R- Wrestle Kingdom. Um, first thoughts. When they spoke about doing a joint show and stuff like that, you know, being Noah fans like yourself, what what was simp. your expectation?
1: Noah simp.
0: Uh- <laughs> what were your expectations uh, leading in, you know, hearing about it? And then when the cards got announced and, you know, being tag matches and Monty Mountain, I got a little bit of hate. It's like, but I feel going forward, you can tell different stories.
1: Yeah, like it was. I remember the altogether shows and this is, this is where, you know, I'm going to put my nerdy hat on for a second. Like w- when you do cross promotional shows, you, and it's for a, a purpose, you know, all the tickets for night three, a lot of money went to the Japanese red cross. There was a charity based situation like that. So it was less of a invasion angle as much as they wanted to p- portray a battle for supremacy after night two. Yeah, I think You know, you weren't going to get Nakajima versus Okada. You weren't going to get champion versus champion because somebody has to lose. And, you know, if you have two companies doing, you know, going head-to-head, somebody's got to play the loser. You know, if you look at the Ring of Honor CCW invasion feud, best invasion feud, I think, in, in history, it worked because while Ring of Honor won Cage of Death, they had to do it in Cage of Death. So CCW, like, you had to come into our house to win. You know, we made you become deathmatch guys. So they get get the moral victory and they can feel good while Ring of Honor gets the pin there. You weren't going to see Noah and New Japan go at it in some sort of, you know, best of nine, best of 12, however many matches were on the card. You weren't going to see that because somebody would, would inevitably have to lose. And they mentioned it in commentary and I get that. But, you know, it was more about that planting those seeds you know kind of looks like you know that they'll refer back to what happens at night three in two years time yeah yeah because he'll probably win the g1 and <laughs> you know he'll win the g1 and it'll be against okada it'll be that okada crying after losing to tanahashi but the roles are reversed or circle yeah. yeah exactly you know and I think there's there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of money in Lij versus Congo matches. I think there's all that kind of stuff. But before any of all of that, that was you know that was the eighth of January. Shima in the Tokyo Dome. Strong. Oh, yes. Let's fucking go.
2: I, so funnily, I was <laughs> I was quickly doing a mercy dash to Coles to buy some stuff to cook for dinner, and i heard them i heard the music pop up and i just messaged i messaged hawker straight away going shima and he was
3: like <laughs> shima and i are like
2: holy crap like this is the coolest thing ever i like i've i audibly popped in the middle of Coles as well <laughs> like like because that was one of those holy shit i didn't expect that moments D- no no it never expected it and, and seeing is like you know what the last time a Western audience saw in Strong Hearts was when they were in AEW for a cup of coffee. Yeah, like it's one of those things where you know we you know we watch DDT and stuff like that, and you get and and Gleet and you get that really exciting style of Strong Hearts and Shima and T Hawk.
1: I love Gleet. It's the best, and the they did a show like on Jan on the thirtieth of December, and half of it was UWF, so you could watch Minoru Suzuki beat the shit out of people, and then watch some pro wrestling, and it was so good. Anyway, but yes, no, Owen's exactly right. Like I think getting getting Shima involved, like there there are stories that Shima's a bit of a carny and just kind of works knows where the money his, is knows where the money is and comes in and works to get his money, and if he is one of the best workers in the business but i think it's a it's a good healthy pop because for a lot of the new japan fans who might only be watching new japan it's like holy shit, it's shima we haven't seen him since best of super juniors however many years ago like i think that's a really really interesting thing and it's 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 inoffensive shima can come in he can take a pin you know shima's got legitimacy he's earned it after 20 years he can come in, take a pin, and disappear, and no one gives a shit. But you know, I think that that's a it's a nice, healthy pop compared to. You know, and I'm, I love the dragon, but getting Tatsumi Fujinami back in, you know, it was rad. But you know, dude's in his sixties. Like it's, it's like come isn't on, is he man.
0: pushing? Is he 70? Pushing oh, seventy? close,
1: close to. Who knows? Yeah, but I, like, it's.
0: I, I thought it was weird him coming. Like, obviously, I was excited when he came out. It was it was fun to see him. But it was like, didn't he say goodbye? to the Tokyo Dome only a couple of years ago. That was um, like it, wasn't it? No, was it? Was it Ricky Choshu had it? his...
1: Re- Ricky, Ricky Choshu Jones. had a I retirement. I
0: thought he was already in a Rambo and said goodbye, or maybe, oh, maybe I'm mixing it up. But yeah, it seemed strange. And then, yeah, obviously, seeing Seema pop up was, you know, I was like, holy shit. You know, because you don't get to see an actual surprise, which you feel like they could have done more over the period of like the pandemic and stu- stuff like that you know a little more into promotional stuff to give the fans that are it's very cards, I guess. it's very
1: difficult because i new japan has been working under a kind of isolationist policy for such a long time yeah. like they'll only work with other companies if there is a morally good reason to do so um you know after the failed noah situation where you know suzuki-gun went over to noah and started running ramp shot off there. They lost a lot of fans during that period. And that... that They, they kind of almost shored up their borders a little bit and went, mm, we're going to stick in-house and things like that. But, you know, it, it is what... And I think Fushima being a freelancer also helps them a lot. Um, I think, you know, rushing through... I've got this written on every night of the show. Fuck the house of torture. Who uh- thinks... Who actually sits there and thinks? You know what? I I love Michinoku Pro. I love Kai and Tai. I love Dick to go. No, I lo- I love Dick Togo.
0: <laughs>
1: Everyone loves some so, Dick to go. Yeah, but the House of torture, I think, are uh, have couldn't draw heat with a red fucking crayon. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I, I get that it's kind of, that's the whole point. They're supposed to be shitbag bag heels, but there's a difference between being a shit bag heel and getting good heat. And, you know, basically everyone thinking that you're a shit cunt.
3: Yeah. Can I say that it's, on this show?
0: Yeah, it's fine. Um, oh, fantastic. <laughs> when, when they come on, that's my, Hey, maybe I'll go up and get a snack. Maybe, you know, grab a drink, go, go to the toilet. That's, I have, I have zero interests when they and come on the screen. And like you said, individually, um, you know, they can be entertaining. But just yeah, the house of torture. I don't you know. And maybe you know, the the clap crowds. You know, they're really leaning into those. You know, the booing spots. But then the crowds can't react. Yeah. So it just highlights even more that you know, whole you know, however many people are in the crowd are just stone silent. <laughs> for, for a heat spot, and it's like, oh, it's just, yeah, it gets on my nerves.
2: I think it's, uh, uh, yeah, House of Torture hurts because, um, if you you know, wind the clock back what three years or so, Evil was one of you know, one, probably part of one of the greatest tag teams of the past decade with Evil and Sonata, and they were doing incredible things. Sorry, Hawko. <laughs> they're all right. Like, oh, but they, you know, they were on top. They, they were on top of the world. Ta- world tag team game, and then you know, they turn. And obviously, look, his world title run was
1: garbage. Odd. Absolute and fucking garbage. It
2: was. It was hot garbage. Came at a very weird time, but it's just one of those things where it just it never worked. It it was never it's never going to work with him, and that's what's upsetting because you wind back the clock and he's a very good wrestler. Good character wrestling man, he used to come with the big fucking like the big fucking so, like sickle thing and like shoot lasers out of his fucking hands. He was <laughs> awesome, and now he's just his washed up emo sad boy with his little washed up emo show.
1: As <laughs> a washed up emo sad boy, I find that offensive. Um, but, but, correct. but, but no, I, I think I think that's the hardest part about all of it. I think you know that the heat's not with the house of torture themselves it's about the lost potential
2: yeah you know it's that, it's that case exactly of,
1: you know we'll, we'll sit there and you know we saw it with the yo and show match we'll we we'll saw it with the never Openweight title we saw it with the never six man titles the fact that you can sit there and you can almost go i know what's going to happen there's going to be a, some fuckery there's going to be a choke and house of torture is going to go over and i think it, it doesn't you know, it wasn't and it wasn't until you know the the noah show where you know the House of Torture finally got to look like a bunch of jabronis because mm. it got been the f- piss beat out of them. But yeah. I think I think you know, House of Torture. Bad bad execution. But um get in the, get in the bin.
0: Get in I the feel, bin.
1: In, into the bin.
2: I was about to say, I feel like I feel like the second and third matches we can kind of skip over because they, they they were road two night two matches. They weren't anything they were just six minutes to set up the story for the next night. But yes, yeah. let's talk about the fourth match. Cause I know Hawker wants to talk about the fourth match and so does Lyle and so do I. <laughs> Sh- Shibata. Shibata coming
0: back, coming oh back. God. Yeah, like the, the goosebumps when he announced that he was going to come back and have a match, um, a real match this time after we've seen the Zack Sabre jr. Exhibition. Um, Obviously everyone's thoughts were you know running great who's it gonna be Suzuki is is they gonna get someone from the past? Um what were your guys' thoughts leading into it? Did you have you know Ooh. a prediction on of who you thought it was going it's, to be?
2: Well when they announced it was it was still gonna be a grappling match, but it was gonna be like a 30-minute time limit, not a like five-minute one, I think Hawko and I both like messaged each other going, you know, well, Sakuraba's gonna be at the night three. And I think a lot of people were hoping it would be Sakuraba, which would have been just fucking awesome.
1: But yeah, then- I think I think the, the Sakuraba was wishful thinking on the fact that there, were, you know, I didn't realize where Sakuraba's placement on the Noah card was. So full disclosure, yeah, Gaku no Fuchi, Noah, and New Japan all happening at the same time, hence three screens. But I think a lot of people were wanting somebody with a little bit of. Grappling legitimacy, you know, even if even if that was, yeah, your yeah, Fujita get get that anokiism in, or a Minoru Suzuki, you yeah, know, f- fuck even um, oh fuck, what's his name? Even Masakatsu Fanaki, you know. S- getting somebody in with that high grappling background to add a bit of layer to it. But I understand the reasoning behind Ren and Rita. He's spent a lot of time in the LA dojo. He's trusted by Shibata. And
2: he's trained by Shibata.
1: He's trained by Shibata. So, you know, if, if anybody's going to go out there and do the business properly, as it were, you know, it's going to be somebody that you cheat. And I think that's why he, he changed it on the fly. He knew it going in, you know, I'm going to be having a match with my star pupil, Fuck it, let's let's go large and do it properly, which apparently was legit, like There was no, you know, telling backstage, "Hey, I'm gonna we're gonna do it a normal match." Like it was just shoot, let's go out there and beat the piss out of each other. Which I get, I I completely you know understand it. I think it's it's a good way to dip the toes back in. Yeah, yeah. For Katsugori Shibata,
2: I I just like how as soon as you know it was translated to him going, "Let's have a real match." um twitter just exploded going did he say he's having a real match and i <laughs> i was the same i messaged hawker going did he say he's going to have a real match and then it was just a whole bunch of fanboying for the next 11 and a half minutes um yeah. but it was it was a really fun match too like i, I think like even without rose like rose tinted glasses it was actually a really good match like it was a solid match Obviously, they were still, like, you know, incorporating the grappling and everything. But that's just Shibata anyway. But when he, oh, man, the, ting, the, the, the tingles in my body when he did, like, the stall drop, the, the corner drop kick. Man, I got way too excited. It was awesome. And I think I messaged a bunch of people about it. Like, I genuinely, like, his entrance music gets me anyway. But I feel like this time I genuinely teared up. It just got it really got me this time for some reason.
1: I think I think oh, I it's love, because I love we good
0: cry in uh, <laughs> in wrestling. Yeah. I think um, I
1: think it's we knew where he was coming, like we knew what was going on. We knew wh- how long it took him to get here, and yeah. as much as the Mel- melts are sitting there going, they heard the remove his brain. Um, <laughs> you know, there, was, there was still a lot of a lot of steps that Shabbat had to take in order to get back to this. Boat. Like a similar sort of thing with d Bri, Yeah.
0: Brian Danielson
1: yeah. And, and, you know, even Christian. You
0: know, and oh Edge. And an Edge. And Edge. Yeah. These guys we all thought were never going to wrestle again for different reasons. You know, neck issues, brain issues. Um, you know, just seeing those guys back in a ring, you know, I'm about to get emotional now. It's, uh, <laughs> it was, um, it's good it's good you know, and in in hindsight looking back you know having narita be the guy um, new japan strong has basically been the vehicle for him pushing him um, probably it, it for makes, this it makes know.
1: sense you know if yeah. if i'm going to if i'm going to have a match if i'm going to have a match in the tokyo dome i'm going to want somebody i taught to do it because then if yeah. something does go horribly wrong it's my own fault
0: yeah yeah a little shibata clone um, Yeah. You know, but I I've, I think some of the undercard stuff, I think it gets hurt by having the two nights. Um, you know, like Owen said at the start, a couple of them seem like they're still building, um, obviously, which they are. They're building to the second night for some stuff. Um, mm. You know, you got Desperate retaining against Hiromu. I love that, match.
1: Oh, man. That
2: match was probably in my top five of the week, I reckon.
1: I, I, I think that Desperado getting the win... A helps him out a lot, but also B kind of moves Hiromu away from that title picture for a little while, which is necessary because for a, for a while it's been very the Hiromu show. Which, yeah, you know he's 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 a great junior. Don't get me wrong, but I think Despy needed it. And after what you know, go go, go and watch the Takatashi Mania with um, Despy versus Jun Kasai. Mm. It's fucking sick, yeah. um, but you know Despie's come so far in the past 2 years yeah and I, I think this is this is a good reward for him in terms of being able to a retain a junior heavyweight title mat title in the dome which rarely happens yeah getting but, a
2: cl- getting a clean victory in the dome is yeah. massive anyway but re- retaining a title that he won only a couple like a couple shows ago was huge a lot of people yeah. didn't really think he would do it
0: no, I think I think um, majority of people would have thought he was losing, you know, especially to Hiromu. Um, yeah, he Hiromu, like you said, he has been on an island on his own, you know, where I think this can bridge the gap. You know, Despi goes in forward a bit, you know, yeah, like you said, get Hiromu out of the way for a bit. Let let Despi go on a little bit of a run. He's the guy.
2: Um,
0: yeah, I thought it was- I thought
2: mean, the result in the night too. In the uh, dark match, <laughs> would we'll say otherwise, and I'm
0: going out in
1: L.A.J. pack of losers. <laughs> I'm sad about that. They are losers,
2: but yeah. um, I feel like you know this could go one or two ways for uh, Hiromu. It could mean he could go for a bit of a you know, a, 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 I mean, a never open weight, you know, run, or he could push up to the heavyweight division. Who knows? No, don't,
1: don't you put that evil on him? He'd look too weird as a heavyweight, and you don't. You, you want him to work with fucking evil.
0: <laughs> no How one wants put to edit. Don't put kill, that in. The universe. Kill the never belts. I'll get belts. Tony to edit this so no one. No, 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 it. no, no. <laughs> I, I will
1: happily go on the record that kill the never belts.
0: Yeah, they're yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. How do you go have
1: nah, a bad go. match with Tomohiro Ishi?
0: Oh, uh, so yeah. bad. Yeah, I saw we'll, that. We'll, I saw... we'll we'll get to that because uh, that match is very. That match, that match was night
1: one. That match was night one. Oh, was...
0: We've already yeah. skipped over it. I didn't we know it I over it. to it was skip that, over it. I it was, was trying to bad. skip over it again. It was that, yeah. Um, but the main, Shingo the, versus Okada. Oh, my
1: God. God's in his heaven. All's right with the world. The as... Shingo experiment ends pretty convincingly.
2: But as Hawkeye <laughs> and I say, our boy don't job in the dome.
1: So, funny story about that. Russell, Russell, <laughs> Russell King to my way too.
0: Yeah, get
1: into it. Wrestle Kingdom is the best in the Tokyo Dome I love because they have these things called beer girls. They are attendants that walk around. They have a keg on their back and they just... A jetpack of beer. A jet pack of beer, basically, and they pour beer and you get a beer and you pay the money and capitalism happens and you keep Arigato going. Gozaimasu. Exactly. It's the best. <laughs> you don't have to get up and everybody keeps drinking. I had... A lot to drink that night. <laughs> many, beer,
2: many beer girl beers were consumed by Hawker. Many
1: beer girl beers. <laughs> um, so, Suntory should be a sponsor. But, <laughs> of just you. Of just me, yes. But the guy next to me, when I was sitting level two of the dome.
2: Oh, he was so nice too.
1: He was, he was a really, really nice guy. Couldn't speak English. I can only speak a little bit of Japanese. Decked out in LIJ stuff. He was lovely. He was lovely. He started crying when Naito lost to Okada, and me, being a big dumb baka guyjun, was like <laughs> at the top of my voice at the finish of this match. I've just gone, "Okada doesn't do jobs in the dome, you fucks!" And I look at the guy, <laughs> guy I'm sitting next to, and he's crying. And I've gone, "Oh buddy, balling! Oh buddy, <laughs> <With the> be." <beer." laughs> We had a moment after that, but yes, no, Okada doesn't do jobs in the Dome unless it's to Tanahashi.
2: I feel like if we can quickly just talk about Shingo's title run, look, the experiment was, you know, well, Will's broken his neck more or less and he can't defend the title. Let's chuck it on, on Shingo and see how he goes. Again, in the clap crowd, in the clap crowd era, in the pandemic era i feel like he's done an incredible job at carrying the company as as their world champion um yeah super i mean i've, I've been at shingo mark for a long time dragon gate sick but it was very impressive his title run although semi-short um yeah. but he was absolutely fantastic as as world champion um and i'm you know it was always going to end. I mean, here's the thing: I wasn't too sure whether. Obviously, you know, our boy don't do jobs in the dome, but I kind of thought maybe they'd experiment with the Shingo and versus Will and Night Two, but this match just slapped. This yeah. match fucked so hard.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like it was a, a Carter letting everyone know I'm back to my best, and I'm you know it's heavyweight champion Okada Like he doesn't there's no bad matches coming nope. for a while.
1: It was the the fact that I'm a bit I'm a big vibe guy. You know I, I, I work a lot on vibe. Vibe and a bit of woo-woo put in there. <laughs> I think the fact Okada's coming out wearing basically an enoki robe. Yep. With, with the enoki slick back hair. With the slick back hair. He's got the you know the the scarf towel around the neck. And the jacket's got the history of New Japan on it. It's so he's sad. their guy. He is. He is who they are. You know, they are pinning everything on him. They're looking to him for the next thirty years at least. Well, not thirty, but you know what I mean. Like they're they're looking to him to be the the next fifty years. He's going to be the Inoki, the Three Musketeers, etc. You know, he's going to be their guy.
0: It's going to be an Okada era. Not yeah, a Three Musketeer era. It's Okada era. Exactly.
1: You know, we've got Enoki, Three Musketeers, Anokiism, which is the best Tanahashi Okada, and we're still in the Okada era. And I think that that kind of vibe helps that that big story. Um, but I think I think it, it's a good segue into night two. The fact that Shingo goes from the main event to a fucking dark match. Yeah. You know, like looking at what happened on night 3. LIJ are a pack of losers because mm. they've gone from semi-main main to opening match and then beating Congo. You know. How shit does that make look make Congo look? But I think I, I there was a little bit of mental gymnastics from Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton with the whole, oh, he, he said what he's going to do. He, he lost his back at the, you know, at the end, back of the line now, which, you know, I get, but at the same point, nobody benefits out of that. But skipping most of that, you know, most of the opening show, the, the pre-show, Robbie Eagles, Robbie fucking Eagles. Yeah. You know? Little Bobby. Michael- Local boy does good.
0: See, seeing right? see, seeing uh, Robbie walk down, you know, he has his his own entrance music, um, the jacket by Jess Rye. Oh, amazing! That is. Yeah. Did
1: you Did you notice the um little event horizon? The event horizon, Sam Neill yeah. flag.
0: was sick. Amazing, like little details like that. Um, yeah, perfect. And you can trust Jess Rye to hit those little things. Um, that. Yeah, the overall yeah the mass audience might not pick up on but you yeah. um, know in Australia we picked up on it it was it was awesome seeing him come down at um wrestle Kingdom you yeah, know I did I had a tear in my eye because Robbie yeah. is literally one of the nicest people you'll meet uh, not just in wrestling um, no,
1: legitimately right, yeah, right. and it, I I think the match was great and I, I loved the gaga in it the ELP loaded yeah. boot stuff oh, getting the, that the, payoff. Um, the, I the, thought the, it was the, Eric Bischoff,
2: the, the Starcade 97 uh, 97 spot with the Eric Bischoff loaded boot.
1: Yeah, like I, so I think good. it, it, it ah, beautiful because it, it does it does everything it needs to and then you can finish you know pretty cleanly. I can see Les Tegucci on my screen. Um, and you know Rocky's Rocky's a great dude. Rocky remembers every single person he, he's ever met. Nice
0: like, dude.
1: good dude. But, you know, fuck yeah, Robbie Eagles. It's,
0: yeah, you know. that was awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, even him had, coming down with the mask on and it had the the sniper patch sewn in. Oh, I thought he knocked it out of the park before getting in the ring. Like yeah. you said, getting rid of the team um, and then having a you know a tag team match uh, basically to, to finish it. I thought it was good. Um, hmm. You know, the Ron Miller special. I love it. Great great junior match, great junior match. Perfect, and I think once the clap crowd era is over, Robbie's going to get his flowers from that crowd. They you could feel it, like you know, even during the Super Junior run that he had, the crowd want to get vocal, you can feel it. Um, even when he went over
2: the first time in 2018, they were they were on it from the start,
1: Mm.
0: yeah. Robbie, 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 so um, they were already on it, yeah.
2: But um, it was could, funny. Put him in the
1: New Japan Cup, you cowards! Yeah, do it. Um, <laughs> there I you go. S- Hashtag Robbie for the NJC. NJ
2: Cup. Yeah, I did say on Twitter. Um, I find it really funny that um, that I, I love the fact that Robbie walks to the ring to In Heart's wake. But it's even funnier when um, when Tiger Mask is also walking down to the ring to a to a Australian metalcore band from Byron Bay. Um, I think that's also hilariously fantastic. And then Damien Slater and I guess friend of all of ours, Nick Galia, went on a rant on Twitter about how Tiger Mask then just spin kicks kids in the pit. So- <laughs>
1: that's someone that used to be a professional crowd killer. I appreciate that.
2: Oh, yeah. I could just see Tiger Mask like, like head walking, and then just like doing like a sick four fifty into the yeah.
3: My
1: <laughs> <laughs> go-to move is a spin a Rooney. Um, <laughs> stardom, I think Stardom huge wasn't wouldn't be the four that I'd pick. I would have thrown Julia in there somewhere because oh, yeah. she's a fucking star. But yeah. that match did everything it needed to under ten minutes. Mwah. You know, starlight,
2: yeah, starlight kid looked like an absolute superstar yeah. Legitim-
1: legitimately i, mean, she's I think she's
2: awesome anyway but i think i think i think giving the starter match you know last year it was on the on the pre-show um but giving them you know opening spot you know international viewers most of them already checked in um so giving them a, a, a semi prime time spot is pretty good um and all four girls absolutely you know reach for the stars and what I actually really liked most was you know the match was great i like the presentation they had the stardom ref they had the start they had the stardom rookies ringside it was a stardom match at wrestle kingdom that's what wasn't i really it, liked it, it, it wasn't
1: it wasn't just stardom rookies as well because you, know, you had members of each of the, the factions each of the factions yeah because you had a weedo tie queen's quest stars and cosmic angels yeah. all represented in that match and they you know there was there was members of each of that you know, to those groups seconding their people inside the tag match. And I thought, yeah, it was, it was great outs, you know, it was as much as they could do outside of pulling the canvas off to reveal a stardom canvas, yeah. you know, like, like the, the house, you know, the, oh, we finished taping dynamite or oh, dynamite. Yeah. Let's pull the canvas off and tape rampage. rampage. Yeah. You know, it was fantastic stuff.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think this is, this is what you want. You know, like, I, I have no idea about stardom, but, you know, this knocked it out of the park for me. You know, this is a 10-minute commercial. Mm. Why wouldn't I be interested 100%. in picking up their next show? Um, yeah. You know, totally delivered, exactly what they want. Like like you said, being on the main card has an extra cachet from what it was last year. Um, yeah, I, I hope, you know, their streaming service picks up more international viewers. that that's that's what it that's where it'll deliver um and i think that that's what that's what it did that's what it did for me and i have no idea about anything of for stardom i think
1: i think chris charlton did a really good job helping put a lot of the stories over you know the Mm -hmm. fact that uh it and starlight kid had a history and they've gone their separate ways but now they're back tagging in the dome i think that that helps a lot of people kind of understand a lot of the stuff you know it's not going to get through the you know, denseness that is the stardom title picture because they have got something like 15 belts and one of the belts you can only challenge if you're not from the country where the person who holds the belt is from or some something like that i haven't got into it in super detail but yeah it, fantastic um yeah i think it did it did what it needed and hopefully next year if wrestle kingdom is still two nights Give them a half a show. You yeah, know, I'd would r- rather watch half a Stardom card than anything involving the House of Fucking Torture.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, if if New Japan, if it is if it is to be you know fully true, what New Japan said when they announced you know fifty year celebration and you know we're gonna start off with the New Japan and Noah show, they did say that they would they did want to do collaborations with all major companies in the country, and if that means having a New Japan and Stardom show. Four matches Stardom, four matches New Japan, hook it to my veins, because that is something that would do really well on if they do another pay per view like the Noah Show, or if they just put it on New Japan World and Stardom World, just do that.
3: Like yeah, if
2: if I was them, I'd put it on Stardom World so they have to get the buyers for that. It'd be awesome though.
0: Yeah, I think they you know if they want to have the multi tag. On night one, and then if you get on night two, like a big world title, t- a title, a title match, yeah, as well. You know whether that's third from the top or whatever it is. You know, you know, Chris Charlton's going to sell it. You can sell it through the show. You do it on the pre-show, whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, get the story across. This is actually, you know, actually means something. Deal, yeah, but Ma- yeah, make it a big deal. You know, hopefully, we've got we're clapping by then. You know, crowds are, you know. Getting invested vocally, um, fingers crossed, and and we're there, uh, live. Um, yeah, going forward, I just think it's another step, you know, mm-hmm. from what they did last year. This year, knocked it out of the park. You know, more trust is built. Hopefully, you know, going forward, yeah, get a couple of sh- couple of matches on on two nights. Now, is this anyone's main event? The um, provisional. King of pro wrestling 2022 trophy match. Uh, we got a,
1: we got a Linda ben and T-Hawk in the fucking Tokyo Dome. Strong hearts is strong. Like I, I, I like the idea, but I think Minoru Suzuki is better suited to something a little bit more legitimate. Unless he starts using this as a way to
2: to put in pride and pancreas rules.
1: Yeah. Like give me that. I just want, (laughs) I want head stops and arms broken. That's all I want in this world. Pride never die. Um, But yeah, like I think, I think it's, it's an interesting concept and I think it it works well with someone like Torriano, who's a comedy guy. He can just fuck around and sell a shitty gimmick on a match. Oh, it's a handcuff match. Oh, I'm handcuffed. I can't hit somebody with the post thing, Ah. you know, unless they start doing, you know, introducing that more shoot style in with Minoru Suzuki picking the rules. I I think it's, it's really just, you know, this is an undercard gimmick (laughs) that Minoru Suzuki should not be near. Is he that, had a match, he had a match at UWF, which was more entertaining than this.
2: I mean, maybe they might they might let him just ride bicycles down the ramp and just run into people like he has in the past. Well,
0: that bicycle uh, spot bro, that wouldn't uh,
1: that is the dramatic dreammobile and you will give it some <laughs> fucking respect, Darwin. <Alan.
0: laughs> How apol- dare
1: you!
2: My apologies. That Mr. thing Hawkeye. is a
1: is a DDT legend. Like of uh,
2: the Giant Panda.
1: Oh, he's, he's coming to judgment. He's coming to judgment. <laughs> it's going to be the best. <laughs> I'm so excited.
0: Oh, well, at least, at least Suzuki won. Um, yeah. Let's, let's see. I, I think yeah.
1: I think Shima and T-Hawk and L. Lindemann did enough to keep the door even ajar a little bit. Yeah. You know, Maybe you're throwing one of them in New Japan Cup. Maybe you're throwing oh, one J. of yeah, or, or Super Jade, you know, Shimon will want to go back to a, go back to America if he's getting paid. You know, there, there'll be those little things that will help. You know, push that along. I think working with strong hearts, not letting them book themselves, but working <laughs> with strong hearts is a, is a good thing for all parties involved.
2: You could probably yeah. find maybe two, like one or two of them in Boss J in, I Yeah, probably like T-Hawk, Maybe would suit himself best to the to the tournament run. Yeah, big
1: tall Kiki cup. <laughs>
0: yeah. so uh, skip this uh, match. The, yeah, skip skip the next match. Get to uh, the Noah roster coming out. Um, uh, so ha- I had.
1: I how had was that on, for you guys? I had this on on my big screen, <laughs> yeah. and I just I heard the music, and I've looked looked at my partner who's nursing my you know, firstborn heir to the West. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. Oh, I think, is that what I think? i just like, what the fuck are you doing? What, what you can calm the fuck down. And then here.
2: I get a giant caps lock message.
1: Bit of just, <laughs> oh,
2: the fuck, it's
3: oh
1: <laughs> And then when everyone came out, you know, you've got Stinger, you've got Segura Gun, you've got Momo tag you've got, you know, the, the Noah main guys, you've got Congo. And everyone's there, and I'm like, this is the best. This I love how Congo are of- wearing
2: the red tracksuits as well. Like, yeah, they, they, shit. They,
1: all, they all have legitimate, they all have their own tracksuits. I know because I've looked and I've seen how much they cost and they're and fucking it makes me expensive. Sad. And they're all sold out too. Yeah, like they're fucking expensive, but if anybody wants to gift me a Congo tracksuit, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was a really, really good, good spot because who comes out to defend New Japan's honor? lij three members of lij versus the entire noah roster i think that's set up that you know new japan are very you know chaos don't come out with okada when he's defending the belt congo come out with keno when he defends his belt you know it's it's very much we have units we don't have groups yeah well noah is like we have we have factions we have groups we have training camps and all that kind of stuff the fact that they a got to do that at the dome b looked legitimate they came out and looked the business they've all got the tracksuits on they've all come across the street from Koroku and where they literally had a show that i was watching um, yes. PSA, it had Dragon Kid versus Ultimo Dragon and Ultimo Dragon, which was a good
2: match. And even even, uh, even the main for that Noah show was great too.
1: Uh, Fujita and Ghost stared at each other for, for three minutes, and I was very very happy about it. Uh, but they've they've come out and looked the part, and uh, hmm. New Japan looked pretty foolish. Oh, it's like instead of you know you could have sent out Great Bash heel and you know a couple of the under guys from Chaos, but you send out Lij and they're like. It's just the three of us against 20. And Shingo in street clothes. Yeah, it's like you guys look like jobbers.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, not, not being able to get in the ring, which obviously you can't when there's uh, 25 people in the ring. But, you know, if you're trying to babyface them or whatever you're trying to do, they do look like they're backing down Yeah, uh, to an extent as well. <laughs> it's, so, it's sort of hard, obviously. You know, New Japan are separate separated like that you know it's only going to be the lij crew coming out but having the photo with you know the three new japan guys and the 25 or whatever it was yeah noah guys and it was like yeah you can't even step in the ring because obviously that'd be foolish you'd get beat down straight away yeah
2: um, and speaking of photos the greatest photo in wrestling history came of that with uh grandpa Mudo <laughs> taking a selfie it was the best thing I've okay, seen.
1: I, I, got, I, got a, I got a bone to pick with this entire Mudo selfie. I fucking love the Mudo selfie. But the fact that that was the, a lot of the kind of hate for the commentary for night three, it's like, you saw Mudo, oh, he's taking a photo. Well, Keiji Mudo cares about is himself. And I'm like, okay, we get it. You don't like Keiji Mudo. Shut the fuck up about it. Like it was it was a lovely thing. And I think, yeah, great, great segment, set up a lot. Maybe super hype for night three. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not much else to say.
2: I also love how Agawa was looking really disappointedly at Mudo as he was trying to take the photo. Yeah.
3: but Agawa I think you know, was disappointed you know, at everybody.
0: seeing the photo, I thought the photo was good, you know. This nice little grin there. Um, you know, obviously we, we probably didn't need to see him fumbling with his phone on, on camera. And yeah, the new Japan commentary shitting on it. Uh, later, wow. I wasn't there for that. that. That wasn't, I wasn't interested in that. But, um, can we skip the next match, or do you want to? We can, can, can skip the Sonata. next one, was that? Uh, yeah, it's another No, I'm not interested in that. I um,
1: I, I put a photo when Grado Khan debuted of Thomas Pinchot from The Simpsons with <laughs> the paper bag with the question mark on the head, <laughs> not in the head. Um, I that's a good joke, and I stand by that joke also read gravity's rainbow it's actually a really really good book
2: um anyway the only thing i'll say is and i've said it to a lot of to a couple of people um it still just makes me sad that uh sonata was perfectly in line for a world title run in 2018 19 never got it because yeah ever since ever since then it's just been
0: Daniel. nothing that's been Daniel. absolute
2: garbage
1: What well, happens when you're sad. a when you're a mudo guy should come yeah. to Noah.
2: Oh, it, dude, it, it, he totally should. It'd be amazing. Jump. Make the make jump.
0: jump. Um, um yeah, the next the next match. Uh I thought Cobb's selling, or is it rumored that it wasn't selling? You know, that his knee he may exploded. have exploded. You know, exploded, but he was doing his power moves off one leg and not wrestling wise, where yeah, I'm selling my knee and then I still hmm. use both legs. He was literally doing every move off one On leg. one leg. And I was amazed and I was, it, that sucked me into the match even more. Cause I'm like, is he really hurt? Like he's selling this to a T and you know, if the rumors are true whether he is hurt or he's not either way, I thought that added to the drama of the match. I think uh, Naito but- works,
1: Naito works his best when he's got a good base to work off. Oh yeah. And you know, I think about Naito and Jonah yeah. that match, that match was fucking great. No, Cobb. When Naito's working with bigger guys, uh, with a with a heavier heavyweight, there's there's a lot more. You know, it's almost like Naito kind of understands. There's a little bit more he can do because he's got a base to push off. And yeah, I think I I, it's one of the best Naito matches I think I've seen in a long time. Mm. And I think that also comes down to Jeff Cobb. He's supremely underrated. Oh yeah. Jeff Cobb needs to get his fucking flowers, even from Lucha Underground. Even though it is completely different, it's Matanza. It's not Jeff Cobb, but you know he's a fantastic worker. And you know, honestly, if you want to get the never belt off, shitbag evil and the shitbag House of shitbag torture, give it to Cobloaf. Yeah. <laughs> give it to him. I'd I'd pay to, I would pay legitimate, hard earned bison dollars to watch
0: ishii and jeff cobb like yeah. that's
1: a fucking
0: match yeah yeah that's um that's a banger already
1: like i, I, feel, um, I also feel bad for the booking of the united empire they look like a pack of those, fucking jobbers. they look like absolute well, spuds don't they
0: yeah well they looked a million bucks
1: they they, they looked fantastic <laughs> you yeah know, inside the ring pack of jobbers yeah, spots, into the ground which is yeah It's a shame because I really, really like Kyle.
0: (laughs) Well, so guys can get over there. Maybe they'll um, lift the faction up.
1: Maybe they can
2: get over there for World Tag League. I mean, that'd be awesome if they could. Well,
0: that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Um
1: wrote Tanahashi being the most unsafe worker in the fucking business. <laughs> he broke Kenta's face and stopped him from being at night three to defend the honor of Sagira Gun and gave us fucking Yano Toru. So fuck you, Tanahashi. He's a shit worker. He's unsafe as fuck. He killed my boy Kenta. This is, this. you know what, this is, this is, you know, Tanahashi doing payback for when Noah... Fucked New Japan in the mid 2000s Tanahash is like, I'm just gonna break Kenta. Huh. <laughs> I really, really I actually really, really loved this match. It was so fucking good. <laughs> this match was oh, until that bump when Kenta's gone splat. I've gone, oh no, oh no. Yeah, we fuck made, what
2: a match. We, we, match. Messaged each- we messaged each other at the same time going fuck with like 17 use. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> And what the the picture for the, I think one of the the greatest images in wrestling in the past few years was that giant just blood like it looked like a murder scene on that table. That giant blood splatter all across the
0: table. His
1: his face and his back were fucked. And And I just, his back was
0: already ruined from the previous table spot that he, you know, he's got the, and there's the side was just even up the other side. And what, Don't
1: do table spots, kids.
0: What blew Just my two mind cubes.
2: Was the fact that that ladder was probably like what? That, that was a huge. That was massive.
1: No, the, legit fifteen.
2: Yeah, easy. And the fact that no one was no, no one held the ladder for when Tanner did the high fire flow.
1: <laughs> it's because nobody. Okay, so here is the difference between deathmatch companies and non-deathmatch companies. Somebody does that in Big Japan. You've got three or four rookies holding the holding that ladder for dear life the ladder is more important than their lives yeah. new japan it's like nah fuck this you
0: survive yeah, yeah. no you're right but, you're right Tana, but what you're, actually, what you're, my you're working just... with no acls or mcls for the last couple of years anyway now you'll be right on this 60 <laughs> 16 foot ladder it was rickety while he was up there i yeah, thought he was wasn't so even scary. gonna get the jump it it, i thought it was gonna fucking collapse thing. <laughs> I was like, I'm um, having a panic attack. Thinking this is how Tanahashi ruins nice. ends his career because the ref and the young lions don't grab the fucking the ladder. Um,
2: what blew my mind was the fact that you know, it's it was a, you know a no DQ match, and I feel like a lot of people were like, oh, you know, oh, you know, can't do the five counter or, or or anything. Like this was like an Amer like you know an American style no no DQ match. Like, this was a on... I think a lot of people Ooh, hardcore match.
1: A lot of people forget that Tanahashi is such a US wrestling mark. Oh yeah, like he loves like American wrestling, and so you tell him you're going to have to do a no DQ match. He's like, sweet, we're going to do it like Fed
0: Plunder. You know, he's we're going, he's looking a TLC
2: at TLC match without the title hanging above the
0: ring. Yeah, exactly. I was the only thing I was disappointed was they didn't have a giant stop sign to hit each other with. I think that would have really, really cemented it. No, nah, there me. wasn't
1: any roadworks going on near the venue, so they couldn't just quickly <sighs> nip out and steal multiple too. Disapp-
0: disappointing. disappointing. That's
1: why you carry sockets in your car, kids.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> these indie workers. Um, no, that work that
2: match, I think that, uh, like, e- like, easily in my top three for the week. Like, yeah, that match, could,
3: yeah. Is Great match. so
2: good. Oh, like, it's one of those matches where, like, you know, when people are like, oh, I'll go back and watch it. I'll legit go back and watch that match. Mm-hmm.
3: Like yeah. that
2: match is so good, and the pacing of it was really good too. Like they didn't go like too like they didn't go too hectic too quickly, and then yeah, it was sick. I was a big big fan of it.
0: Yeah, like even even they're both obviously both those guys. You know, they're doing weapons and hardcore matches um all the time so their inexperience of you know getting tables ready or even getting the ladder ready and whoever bought that fucking ladder had the four different um screw points to even get the thing upright you know even Kenta just turning to the crowd and you know, making a joke of himself um while you know Tanahashi's still laying there for a million years Waiting for the spot to be set up. Um, it didn't take I, away from the match. I, I just, yeah, it made me laugh.
1: Like I, I, think I, I hope this kind of gives us that dickbag Kenta from Noah a little bit more <laughs> because yeah. you could see that coming out through that match. You know, when the ladder's fucking and he's just like, yeah, I'm like, oh, we're starting to see it. We're starting to see it. He's gonna go find Marafuji and kick him in the face some more. But like, yeah, I think. Great match and, you know, fair fair play to Tanahashi. The, the dude's held together by sheer will and duct tape at this point. <laughs> Hairs- what did I, I heard the other day, bubblegum and hairspray. Yeah. And, <laughs> and pulled, a, pulled a match like that out, like fucking fair play to him, yeah. you know.
0: And he literally doesn't have to do a match like that. No. He no. doesn't have to. He's got enough runs on the board that he could go, what do you want me to do? And no, no, no. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And he'll pull a shibata as soon as he gets in the Now, this is a normal wrestling match. I'm the, you know, yeah. change it on the fly. He literally could do that. Uh, and, yeah. you know, pulling out like, all the stops, doing crazy bumps.
1: He, he could go, you yeah. know what? I like doing undercard matches and go hang out with Yuji Nagata and Tenkoji. And like the New he, Japan Dads. Yeah, yeah, he could go do that. And, but he doesn't. And fucking fair play to him. But the main Okada versus. Defeats Will Ospreay in 32 minutes and 52 seconds. Melts yeah. says uh, 475 Really? I think I think that's valid. Okay. I think it, it was a good. It was a good match. It wasn't a great match.
2: I think it was Will's best match as a heavyweight.
1: I'd give that, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that's I think yeah, I think yeah, that's,
2: that's about fair. Yeah. easily Williams best match the heavyweight. Um I think this, like the spot that's doing the rounds is the insane they both run mm-hmm. the ropes. Um Okada like goes for the the drop kick and Will goes into the that, like crazy power bomb. Like oh, that yeah. was a yeah.
1: work of art. The the reversal into the stormbreaker by Okada
0: amazing beautiful oh,
1: that last can... 10 minute stretch was perfect progress you know, that, yeah, that that low locata goodness so we're going to get and having yeah. somebody as a nimble and be you know willing to go out there and push themselves like a Will osprey i think yeah it was a it was awesome I, i'd like to see them run it back you know run it back with a little bit less stakes you know do it In a G1, do it in a New Japan Cup, you know, Mm -hmm. something like that, where they can just go out and go. You know, this match doesn't mean as much because it's not a Tokyo Dome main event. Let them go crazy for for twenty minutes. I think that's that's something that could be pretty sick.
0: Yeah, definitely. Put Um, in their thirty day rematch clause. Do something. (laughs) Give it to us now. When's the next show? We'll just put it on there for no reason.
1: Uh, um, a couple of weeks, you got the road to something show. New in... beginning,
0: no road to new beginning, maybe, probably. Yeah. But new beginning sounds like sounds right.
1: Anyway, night three, the best night, night, three. night of the week, except for the fact they had no fucking music. Oh that, my god! That for
0: one, uh, obviously, you know, I'm not a a bemused. I'm not across the Noah stuff like you guys. How much did that take you out of? I got furious. The atmosphere, like, because I was watching it, and every time a match started, I was getting angrier and angrier. It was just Sorry. building every time there was no music. So I,
1: I got furious during the pre-show <laughs> because <laughs> Funky Express came out the and Express. there was no "Funky Wonderland" by Earth, Wind, and Fire for Aki. Tani and Yone to come out and
3: boogie Wonderland.
1: None of that. And so you
0: didn't didn't grab your phone out and put it on YouTube. Oh no, I I did. did. I I did. I thought you did. did. (laughs) I thought I heard that somewhere. (laughs) No, I I did. I did.
1: There was a lot of. I'll play the music next to my ear so I at least get something. I get it. They used a beamer because a beamer has the rights to Noah and has a lot of infrastructure. I'm going, to, I'm going to put my used to do production hat on. A lot of the infrastructure was built in. They were able to do a pay-per-view. Money was able to get to the Japanese Red Cross. They were able to do a lot of stuff. And it's easier to go, no music across the board. We can't get sued because a Beamer is a TV station. All it takes is one rights holder to go, ah, ah, ah and they're going to be fucked. I get that. I completely get that. That's why I'm really looking forward to watching the show back on Wrestle Wrestle Universe. Universe, Also because Stuart Fulton and Mark Pickering will be doing the commentary for it. And I think it's going to be a much better call for it. But I think it hurt a lot because apparently, I cannot confirm this, but I saw it on Reddit and Twitter, etc. A couple of the themes were okay on the Japanese Abima feed. Oh, okay. But when you accessed it from outside of Japan, you got the English feed, which completely cut the music out. Mm. It it a bit in terms of atmosphere, especially yeah. with some teams like... Um, I'll, I'll use Congo as an example. Congo, when they came out, there were beats in their music that they legitimately use. You know they will wait until the verse for all of them to pose after they f- stand in the ring. Yeah, it hurt it a little bit. Mm. The fact that they also, you know, I have it here in my notes that not playing Kaze Nina is a fucking war crime, <laughs> and it, it, it hurt it. But at the end of the day, who watches wrestling for the entrances? If you do, you're a yeah. fucking mark,
2: like, like us.
1: Yeah. Like I, I, if I if I want to hear Noah entrance music, I've got a playlist on SoundCloud that will do that for me.
2: Can I have that link, please?
1: <laughs> Maybe, but
2: <laughs> I think
1: I think the other big thing is, is that Abima didn't realize they didn't realize how many people would want to watch this show.
0: Yeah, mm, yeah. You know, I haven't important, how important entrance music is to so just just to the flow of the show. Like, yeah, I, that that's what was it was frustrating for me and it just grew with each match and like was uh, like, like I would forget about it almost and then yeah. the next you know oh that's right the match is over and then there's nothing and it's like oh
1: this the silence I think hurts and I'm not sure if Chris Charlton or Kevin Kelly got the memo on that because there was a lot of dead air.
0: So yeah that, that's especially after the matches that's how I felt it like it was just the match ended and it was, the show is just on mute. Yeah. Mm. You hear their commentary, not straight away, but they were, you know, I don't know, they're letting the match and the moment breathe a little bit where it's okay, like, hey, we got nothing here. We can't yeah. hear anything. Give us yeah. something. Well, and, like- and then the next match starts and fuck, oh, that's right. There's no music again. <laughs> yeah, For
2: me, like I was so, like I was, like, okay, can attest this, I was more hyped for this show than... Wrestle Kingdom night one and two. Like I was so excited. And then when you've got no music for one, it really does just ruin the vibe. And then the pre-show runs fine. Like, you know, nothing wrong with it. And then all of a sudden, literally the second, the main, like they cut back from the intro video, the stream shits the bed. Like that actually really like just took all the wind out of my sails.
0: Yeah. Well, I seen it kick off on Twitter and I was like, what the hell's going on? And it was just like grey screen everywhere. Everyone's kicking off about I'm, it. I'm like, I'm oh, this, I
2: this was like I was like, did your stream die? And then he messaged me going, did your stream die? Like yeah. every, and I got messages from people who I haven't spoken to in a while going, did your stream die? I'm like, yeah. yes, yeah. like just because I watch Noah more vocally than you do doesn't mean I know how to fix it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I th- I'm in two minds about it. I think A, if you're gonna again to put my used to do production hat on, if you're gonna have hiccups having it in the opening match is probably the best place to have it. The fact that they came back the minute Inamura and Ishii are hitting off at each other, oh, I man. think I'm 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 okay with that. I'm okay with that. Like let's skip the attempts of Master Watto and Taguchi trying to be junior heavyweights Ugh. with with Noah with with Harada and ohara in the ring like give me big me men slapping meat and i'm okay with that like i, I think abima abima fucked the fucked the dog on it like big time
3: <laughs>
1: you know I, I haven't heard what happened with takataichi mania three that happened yesterday um but i haven't seen as much as uh, as much heat from new japan world in terms of the pay-per-view angle they did for that show compared to abema and the um noah show. like and like i use i use abema for a lot of the noah broadcasts it's Mm. disappointing but you know i've never had an issue with it yeah but you know you can skip skip the match afterwards show beating uh katoge you know fuck it more house to torture bullshit. Kotoga
2: needed need, Katoga needed more of a rub. I'm a uh, big Kotoge guy.
1: Yeah, he's great. Stinger, Hayata, and Yoshioka defeat Bullet Club, Gato, and Taiji Ishimori. This match reminded me how good Taiji Ishimori is as a junior heavyweight. He is Noah born and he he is so quick. Yeah. Having other Noah quick hev- junior heavyweights in there just kind of I was like fuck.
2: It showed. The the, it showed how different, like, the, like this, like how different the leagues are, it, 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 doesn't it? Like, we if, again, I'll harken yeah. back to when hawko and I were in Japan. We saw Taiji Shimori in a in a TNA X Division title match against Andrew Everett in a Noah <laughs> show, and that match fucked. It was so good, but again, it shows how good he is. As a quick junior, instead of like a more paced junior, as it is at New Japan.
1: Yeah, and I think I think you weren't going to job out Stinger, who have the GHC Junior Heavyweight titles and the GHC Junior Heavyweight Tag titles. You weren't going to job them out. It's the right decision. Um, Suzuki gone of Dookie and or Doki, Doki Jokey, Doki Jokey, and Despy versus uh, defeat. Los Perros del Dejapon, Nassau, Rongai, and Yohei. I think Despi and Doki going to Noah just to fuck around with the junior division we'll for be a bit. For fun. Ah, ah. like
2: can we wrong. quickly just touch on the fact that at the um, was it the January fourth? Noah Show, uh, super crazy rocked up.
1: Yeah, super crazy rocked up for Los <laughs> Perrestelma. They up have nowhere. and he's a heavyweight now. He's not a junior. He's a it's fantastic. Boy. He is, he is, he's had a lot of carnitas. <laughs> fantastic. Again, it's one of those things. I think despian Dokey, dokie. I got to keep saying dokie. because if I say Dookie, I think of the no hold. No, No Holds Barred when um, <laughs> Rip lifts that guy's up. What's that smell? Dookie. Dookie. <laughs> um, watch No Holds Barred. Great film. Um, but yeah, I think, again, the a wrong guy, is... Awesome. Not they, He's a great he's a great heel. He's not a great Noah Jr. heavyweight, but no. um, the stuff Yohei and Despie <sighs> were doing... For, yeah, hook that Yo- to my fucking veins.
2: Yohei... Is the Noah Simps favorite wrestler?
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to disclose that statement anyway. Uh, <laughs> next <laughs> was Suzuki Gun of Minoru Suzuki, Taichi, and Taka is coming motherfucker. Uh, against Sugira Gun of Kazuchi Sakuraba, Takeshi Sugira, and Toriano. You know who's a member of Sugirga? Vegeta. Yeah. The king of We were That's what we wanted. You could have slotted him in and it would have been fantastic because then we would have had Suzuki versus Vegeta and they just beat the piss out of each other and I'd be there without my pants on. But instead, (laughs) we get fucking Yano and it's more bullshit with the king of pro wrestling stuff. This made me mad
2: and i messaged talker going Remember when yana used to like kill people with um when he used to tag with uh oh shit i forgot
1: who he used be they were great bash heel
2: thank you very much that was a fun time it's when he's been absolute badass and that was just an absolute joke
1: yeah like i there was some there was a lot of a lot of good lights in that match like i think sugira and suzuki going back at each other after the whole suzuki gun invasion was a lovely little nod um i could watch those two guys work every day for the rest of my life and i'd be a happy man but yeah like i think there was a little bit too much king of pro wrestling bullshit for mine in this i think,
0: I think um, once you ha- once you have like Kenta missing obviously got the dislocated hip and all the you know he's base exploding and everything. Kind like of she
1: doesn't know how to fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: kill you hoping. Having the having the ex replacement being Yano seems like a like a fuck you to the fans. Like if you're gonna have a replacement, it almost has to be too good. Yeah. Uh, a, as think- a make as a mate good. It's because Kenta isn't a nobody. Um, you know Yano just seemed like oh, this is just a cheap and think- easy I
1: I think the added bonus of the fact that it's Kenta representing pro wrestling Noah. Like I think that elevated whoever X was going to be because, you know, for a lot of people, Kenta is Noah. Mm -hmm. Kenta and Marafuji have probably two out of the five best matches in Noah history to replace it with a comedy act it's a bit of an insult, but I understand what they want to do. They're obviously leading towards new beginning involving Suzuki and Yano in some sort of King of pro wrestling bullshit, but yeah, it kind of hurt a little bit.
0: Mm. Definitely.
1: Um, but then house of torture got fucked by Masakita Kidamiya and Goshi Izaki.
2: Oh. oh, Goshi Izaki laid the most brutal lariat I've ever seen on, on, on a man when he blasted Dick to face off his body.
1: And Musketeer just beating the fuck out of people, like I that that is that is my kind of business. Like I think that the I'm looking forward to watching back the Wrestle Universe version. Yeah, because a lot of it was like, well, that's how you beat the House of House of Torture. You just beat the fuck out of them. And I'm like, <laughs> it's a little bit more than that, mate. But I was. When I saw the card, I was really, really nervous. I'm sitting there going, oh, God, Goshi Ozaki's like, going to have to do the job to fucking evil. But yeah. they, did the, they did the right thing They did here. the right thing. Um, yeah. You know, I think did what it needed to. Me comes out looking like a fucking star. Yeah, so and- he looks like
2: an absolute tank. And, he, and see, the same thing is, last year he had one of the great, he had an amazing feud with Nakajima as well.
1: Well, that's the thing. At Noah on the 16th, it's Nakajima versus Kidamiya. The aggression explode again for the GFC uh, heavyweight title. In that most so, insane
2: cage match where Kidamiya took the most stupidest bump I've seen in my life off uh, the
3: top of the cage.
1: Go watch that, you simps. Have, that's <laughs> fucked. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think really, really... The smart decision on that situation. Uh, next, for Noah Born, this match made me... So happy, Marufuji oh. and Ogawa defeat Suzuki-gun of Yoshinobu Karanamaru and Zack Saber Jr. Oh my god! Just oh. rip rip the blue mat off the canvas and give make me that. It green. Give me make that fucker make green. It green that match was that match was Noah all the way, and I am so happy about it. Run and, it back all the time.
2: And you've got you know you got someone who was in the final burning match in Kanamura. He was in that new guard tag that they had going. Yeah. And like, you know, Ogawa and Zach used to tag together. There's a massive story there. Like this is, oh, this match is so sick. And, you know, you obviously got Marafuji who is Noah, as Hawko said previously, and Ogawa who is also, you know, 30 year veteran of wrestling. So, the yeah, this match was absolutely psycho. And if they are setting up a little bit of a tease of Zach and Ogawa, no matter what company it's at, I'll
1: watch it. Oh, right, that I th- spoilers, I'm a big shoot cunt, like, I I love me some shoot grabs. Um, Ogawa versus Zach was run in like 2013, 2014, like way back when. And it fucked then, like I reckon it will go now, and it was awesome. My only, only thing is maybe a little bit more agoa like mm. get him to stretch Kanemaru for a couple more minutes. Like that's all it really needs. But yeah, no, that match fucking ruled. Loved it. Um, the, I, I said to you,
2: the, the, I said, I said to Hawker after the show had finished, the last three matches were worth the price of the pay per view alone yeah. for me. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, like great matches all round. Penman Tag, L.I.J., uh, Bushi, loser, Takahashi, loser, Sonata, loser, Takagi, loser, and Naito, number one contender apparently, defeat Congo Aleha, the GHC heavyweight champion, Katsuhiko Nakajima, the GHC national champion, Keno, Manabu Soya, and Tadasuke, in 26 minutes and 33 seconds. What the fuck? They look like a pack of jobbers now because you, Congo's got your two best, two top singles champs in Noah, and they lose to a pack of losers.
2: And Fuck Tadasuke this. looked like an absolute star until he took the, until he ate the pin too. No, Tadasuke
1: got fucking—he got so much shine. I loved that the fact that he's just the dumbest idiot and is like, "Let's fucking go!" and just gets murdered and <laughs> still gets up and gets murdered some more and still gets up and gets murdered even more and, and then finally the takes the pin. Yeah, and then he's the pin. Like, but the thing is, that's Tadasuke. Yeah, he is. I love him. Fucking mental and everything. About that was great, except who got the pin? Like I would have given it to Congo because then you set up a tie, leading into the main. If you're going to do this, you know Noah versus NJHPW stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: But I digress. Great match. Yeah, Fucking, I, I, um, this match was match. awesome.
2: I think I think the the, the, the per, one of the people that's shown the most of me was Aleja. They looked brilliant in this match, and the, obviously they are going to, you know, Aleja versus Bushi and have that little bit of a, a trade-off going, but Aleja looked great against anybody he was in the ring with.
1: Yeah. I was very he's, impressed. He's a fantastic pickup, and I think really he's, a, stood he's, a, up. he's a really good junior heavyweight um, gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, a, he's the kind of guy, you're not going to sit there and go give him the belt, but you can have him be a couple of tiers down, but you go through Aleja you look a million bucks and then you go on to challenge the belt. Like, I think he's a, he's a good, he's a good policeman. Yeah. For that division. Um, I th- yeah, I think L- the, a lot of the shines come off LIJ, especially with the commentary. Chris Charlton's like, there's no group in professional wrestling. That's as tight knit as LAJ, And it's like, they don't have matching gear. They all come out to different music. <laughs> you know, You know, from a kayfabe perspective, at least Congo all come out to the same music. And, they all and they're all they're red. wearing red. You know, LIJ are doing things. I think that kind of hurt it a little bit. You know, don't sit there and be like, LIJ, they're, they're all together and they're, they're united. And it's like, none of them have come out and defended anybody.
0: He's Just been the company man, like you said earlier. I, I really want to watch the Wrestle Universe feed, mm. um, to get the Noah um commentary, um, yeah. especially for me being such a you know recent fan. Um, you know, I think sometimes when Chris Charlton goes on his um, educational rants, it seems like a high school teacher trying to teach me, and it's a bit dry. Um, as
1: a high school teacher, I'm, I can assure you that it's a, <laughs> a little bit not as dry as that.
0: <laughs> but that's that's what it that's what it feels to me. Where I think if I'm getting the real Noah commentary, it'll be more natural and not teaching. Well, Chris, he has a job to do. He has to teach New Japan fans mm. about it. So I, I understand. I think it might be a bit more organic on the Wrestle Universe feed. So I'm looking forward to that. What is it in a week and a half that it goes uh, up?
2: It'll be Saturday or Sunday.
0: Saturday or Sunday, yeah. Oh, it, was awesome.
2: seven, it was seven days after the batar cast.
0: Oh, oh, that's good then. And then the main event. Oh, the main event. Oh, the main event. I
1: have some feelings. I have some feelings. Oh, have
0: some feelings. Good
1: feelings. Um, we went, oh, okay, I'm gonna. Hey kids, guess what I used to do before I settled down and had it became a family man. Um, I used to be a booker. You know what I would have done. I would have had Mudo pin Okada.
2: Oh, thank you. Set up up. up
1: the 50th anniversary match. Bingo. You set up (laughs) the 50th match, Mudo versus Okada for the belts. I would have had Mudo and Noah go over. Yep. Because then Okada can get his win back at at the anniversary show. And if Mudo does it, who gives a fuck? I get it. I get that it's kind of... Let's look three or four years into the future from this point. When we can snag Kaito. Kio is going to be a star, no matter where he is. Oh, man. I, it was, a, it was a, it was a fun match. It wasn't going to, you know, burn the house down because it's tag match main event. I think fun, not the finish. I'd go with.
0: Yeah, I think I think I have got a, a lot of the. The nice things in for me, like that shot after the match of um, Tanahashi and Keiji sitting on the ramp. Um, you know, just both two old war horses.
2: <laughs> it's like, look at <laughs> us, shit. old fucks. We just wrestle Yeah,
0: like just exhausted. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, what okay. are we doing? And um, the, the, ge- the doing-
1: generational talents, you know, that Muto yeah. and tanahashi were like I, I, it's, 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 a, it's a lovely image and there's a lot of lovely images in that match
0: yeah I think that's I think that's what it was you know, yeah the three uh, you know Hall of Famers and the story um, with yeah,
2: those two guys was, anyway with muto and Tano anyway
0: yeah I I thought that was a lovely way to you know to send off the night basically yeah <laughs> you know, you know, crying and carrying each other away at the wow. end I, yeah I thought it, I thought it was really nice.
2: Yeah, as 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 uh, Hawker did say, I, I did see the um the uh, the picture do the rounds of the the side by side of Acada yeah. and Kaito. um, and it was yeah, it's it gives me good feelings, it gives me good feels.
1: Um, it's a it's a great it's a great week, and I think that's the big thing is that if you if you look at the attendance rates, January fourth is sacrosanct; it's that important date in. Wrestling, you know, the difference between who attended night one versus night two for New Japan and Noah, they were almost inverted. Mm. You know, a lot more people went to New Japan night one, went to Noah night two. And then the opposite occurred. I think there's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff going on in that week. You know, it only benefits everybody. And I think once, a little bit more accessibility comes out. I think, you know, the sky's the limit.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to, yeah, going forward, I want to see some more inter-promotional stuff. It doesn't have to be joint cards or anything like that. You know, sharing of talent um, here and there would be great. You know, get some dream matches ticked off, um, you know, some interest, just mixing up some rosters here and there for, you know, four or five th- a week. I think it I th- just th- I think something the- different.
1: I think that there's a lot of interesting things that come out of night three, especially in terms of you know people like Yohei, Throw him in the junior tag mix for a couple of weeks. Um, Ishi Ishi versus Imura. Imura, like I think that's going to happen once Ishi gets the never belt back. Lij Congo will probably be the year-long feud. You Naito know, will lose his run against okada for the belt at new beginning and then you know the five of them can just fuck around with congo for six months like Mm -hmm. there's a there's a lot of cool stuff that's coming from here i don't know if they're gonna touch on you know noah's weird cousin you know do i want to do i want to see okada versus Takeshita? yes i do (laughs) do i also think that that's going to mean yano versus um pheromones probably (laughs) but you know like there's if new japan do it right over this 50th year there's some cool things that they can do and i think it'll it'll help everybody you know as as we always say a rising tide helps all boats you know we don't just sit there and go well new japan's doing well that's all that matters no new japan does well everyone gets it gets to eat you know, we say the same thing down in Australian wrestling. Everyone does if one person does well, we all do well. Mm-hmm. And I think this, this is hopefully going to start changing that mindset in that new Japan isolationist policy.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know having th- this show can build trust within promotions as well. I think it's best for the workers, it's best better for the wrestling fans. Um, you know, collectively as a whole. So I'm here for it. I'm looking forward to the next year building up to Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, hopefully. 17. I, um, you know, I already have my annual leave booked. So hope I didn't jinx it.
2: Wow. Um, That's impressive.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, and I have had my annual leave booked for the last two years. So I've been in on my bus. I said, I'm booking it again. I uh, need these five weeks off. Um so fingers crossed. Um, want to thank you guys for doing this. Um, yeah, you know, no. maybe we do it a couple of times a year. You know, big shows coming up, or you know, maybe the G One we we'll do a special. You know, yeah, get we should do a G One and
2: a and a Boss J kind of thing. I'd be or dead. the N yeah. One.
1: The N1. Yep. I, I like the Noah version of the G1. Yeah,
0: We can, can we Can, can that,
1: Welchie right? turn up? I like Welchie. He, uh, he, come, he comes to WrestleBrainia when I get to yell at people. P.S. WrestleBrainia! Comedy Festival. <laughs> tickets on sale somewhere. Go find WrestleBrainia on Comedy Instagram.
0: Comedyfestivalmelbourne.com, I think it is. Uh, go get WrestleBrainia tickets. Come see uh, you know, Welchie defend the On the Turnbuckle Championship. I think we're...
1: Yeah. I don't know if he still held it after what happened at Comic-Con. He didn't pay me off enough.
0: Yeah, he didn't really want to talk about it either. But um, yeah, I want to thank both you guys. Um, hit up Owen on, you know, all the social media, Digital Beard. He's doing great stuff.
1: Digital under- underscore um, beard.
0: Phenomenal D-
1: digital
2: underscore beard on Instagram. Digital underscore underscore beard on Twitter. Um, yeah, doing a lot of, probably producing my best work at the moment and I appreciate it. Oh, percent I appreciate all the support that these two fine gentlemen and Welchie give me, Um, always retweeting and uh, pumping me up when I need it. So I do appreciate all the kind words that uh, Hawko and Lyle give me as well as Welchie. So thank you, boys.
1: And you won't be able to find me on Instagram because I don't want to see you. Just uh, if you have a bad opinion, I will find it and I will yell at you about (laughs) it.
0: He is a a hard man to track down on social media, uh, Hawko is. Um, It's almost
1: like I work in the IT industry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's definitely... Well, this has been a a special edition of On the Turnbuckle. Um, Catch you in the next couple of weeks when we bring our normal regular scheduled episodes. Probably Uh, speak
1: to Dusk about his upcoming defence against voice chambers at dmdu malice at the palace 22nd of january in the palais in geelong why would go it's going to be good i know what joel's got planned with
0: his camera yeah i'm gonna be there now
1: i won't be because it's geelong and they (laughs) knocked us out of you know multiple grand finals so
0: fuck geelong all
1: right thanks a lot thanks
3: lyle you're the best